It helps when you turn the microphone on before you do your intro. And I ain't making an edit, so don't even ask me. How you doing? Jeff Royd's Chronicles of Michael Talbot, the podcast. We're on episode five. Who'd have thunk it? And we are doing Tim tonight. But before we start, I got a few announcements to make. The My audio on this episode... I am not happy about. I got a new microphone last week, and I, when I logged into Zoom this week, I had no audio at all. So I was mucking around with the settings, and I had to do an update, so I ran an update, but I forgot to change the settings back. So my microphone is loud. Not incredibly loud, but loud and annoying in a way that it irks the hell out of me because I have OCD with how audio is as an audio engineer and podcaster and musician and all that stuff, but can't go back and do anything with it now, can't fix it, so just deal with it. So this episode was a lot of fun. We talked about Tim. If you're not familiar with the book of Tim, you should be, because it is kind of crucial in the zombie Fallout series. And if you like Mark's books, which I hope you do, because that's why you're listening to this, it's not as bad as everybody says it is. That's all I'm going to say. We're going to talk about it during the the episode. Mark joins us uh, about halfway through, and then we talk for probably another hour. (laughs) So it's a long episode. It's about an hour and a half. But um, next week, we're going to be doing Devil's Desk. I have one or two slots left to be on the panel. So if you read Devil's Desk, Devil's, I can't talk tonight. Devil's Desk, and you want to get on the panel, email me, michaeltalbotpodcast at icloud.com. We're going to be setting up a Facebook page probably this weekend, so look for it. It is going to be Chronicles of Michael Talbot, the podcast. It'll be a page, won't be a group, so you can like it, follow it, or whatever. That's just, There is where we're going to start posting all of the stuff about the show, schedules, interact with it people want to comment on this week's episode we're going to leave mark's fan page for mark as his fan page i felt bad in the past couple of weeks having to spam him and be like dude can you push this through so i can get something for the show and i need people or whatever so we're just gonna keep the podcast page separate from mark's fan page and the universe will be balanced and thanos won't have to snap his fingers and make half of us all disappear okay so Let's get into it. Episode five. I was joined by three amazing people whose names I can do. Tom, Jenny, and Nick. Yes, I did remember the names. Woohoo! And then Mark shows up about 45, 35, 45 minutes in. I don't have the watch in front of me as to what it is, but it was a lot of fun. It's a good episode. I hope you all enjoy it. Um, yeah, here we go. This is Timothy. Well, hello, everybody. Hello, how are you? Hello. Welcome, welcome to the uh, the 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 very blue Tim show tonight. Blue. <laughs> so yeah, well, Nick, I got your your message when you said how 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 are we going with this or whatever it is that you said with it. So <laughs> it's it's pretty much Tim. So that answers that. Yeah. Well, we've one met, way to go. Yeah, we've met Nick and Jenny before, but Tom, you're new to the show and to the panel. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get in? How'd you get into the Mark's books and, and things like that? So, uh, funny story years ago, um, I, I was really into horror, um, right around the time, like true blood came out and I didn't know it was a, a series and, uh, started reading some of the books and, you know, Kindle will recommend audible will recommend you might like, you might like, and I stumbled into a couple of series that, uh, 
or vampires and zombies adjacent. And uh, when I when I realized after uh, a few books that they were like romance novels, it was basically uh, <laughs> basically it was vampire porn that was in the the romance section at uh, at uh, Barnes and Noble. And but through those suggestions, uh, Mark's books came up. And I started on Zombie Fallout 1, uh, great reviews, and I ripped right through the books and have been keeping up on the, the new releases as they, as they pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, strictly Audible, I've never read mm-hmm. one. I couldn't tell you how to spell Deneau, but uh, I, I just <laughs> I love the voices on it. I think there's an X at the end of Deneau's name. That's entirely possible. <laughs> yeah, I think it's French. Yeah, it sounds it. So I mean, she's a bitch either way. So I, I, I guess <laughs> definitely. I would love to see Dino show up in a Tim story. What a cross uh, that would be! Yeah, yeah. yeah. that would. <laughs> be Who's fun. a bigger monster? Yeah, no shit, right? So, <laughs> so just full disclaimers for anybody listening or watching this is this will not be a PG thirteen show, and there will be spoilers galore. So if you haven't read Tim uh, one, two, or three, or for that matter, um, Zombie Followed 3.5 Humans. It's, whoop. Nick's gone. Nick, that happened last time too with Nick. Uh, that is pretty much those four stories all intersect. And it kind of leads into what happens with, with uh, how, how Tim is conscious and is a, a talking zombie. So let's wait for uh, for for Nick to get back in here before we get into things. But I know don't had... forget, he also doesn't he? He also shows up in a Demon Fallout. He it? does show up in Demon Fallout, which yeah. if you some people haven't read all of the Tim books yet, yeah, the end <laughs> of of three kind of is the beginning of his his going down to uh, to the Demon World. So. You back, you, Nick? Have you read all the Tim books? Yeah, I'm back. I don't know what happened. I have. Yeah, I listened to. I re-listened to them all this week. So, are you back at the uh, the academy, Nick? Is that crappy yes. hotel Wi-Fi? No, I actually started <laughs> with my phone's Wi-Fi intentionally because of that, but for some reason it just booted me. So, Still do the same thing. Okay. So, all right. So we're all here. <laughs> yep. So, Tom, how many how many of the Tim books have you read? Or uh, listened? I to, read I all say. three of them. Okay. Yeah, good. No, I listened. Listen to all three of them. Um, I found the series fantastic. It was definitely a different side to Mark's writing. Mm-hmm. Um, really unveiled that that dark side. I think you talked about it a couple weeks back. His his wife was wondering what he was uh, doing, getting up to that. But what a uh, what a spin! <laughs> what a what a different side of of things. Yeah, Tracy was giving him the side eye while while proofreading the book a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. I married that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is this what you really think of women? <laughs> so, all right. So if you're so, so Tim starts off, Tim's a Tim's a clown and he works birthday parties. And anybody who, who's ever seen a clown at a birthday party, you know, they're pretty scary. You got the whole John Wayne Gacy aspect of things. And like I said, this is going to be chock full of spoilers. Tim gets bit in the leg by a brat at the party and gets turned into a zombie. But he's not your regular, ordinary, low shuffle, slow shuffling zombie. He can think and he can talk and he can figure all this out. And you find out that Hugh Mann, 
from zombie fallout 3.5 which is the virus that is inside the zombies has taken over tim but tim has still kept some of his consciousness and is interacting with hugh it's, it's like an internal struggle but it's an inner dialogue inside of tim so tim can tim can talk but hugh has to relinquish control of him with uh with what's going on inside i equate it to kind of uh disney's inside out where you have all the people inside of the body i'm anger i'm happy i'm sadness i'm joy and they're all fighting for control over each other and that's what's going on inside of tim tim's body so i've never seen it you never seen it i'll never uh uh, i'll picture that movie the same way again (laughs) (laughs) especially anger you know lewis black kind of has that a little bit of a tim-esque-ness to him in that so i could see tom's face you either got kids or or nieces and nephews that have watched that or you just like disney movies as a grown-ass man i'm not gonna judge you know (laughs) i've never seen it Oh, uh, I, I think I got the I think I got the gist of it, but uh, I don't think that was ever on my kids' watch list. Yeah, it's it's a typical. They did a show back in the '90s called Herman's Head, where it's you know everybody, all of your emotions inside are are, are a different person. You know, you have anger, you have happy, you have sadness, you have joy, you have creativity. So inside of Tim's head, his subconsciousness is a different character. So you have Tim, who's in there, but then you have Hugh, which is the virus which causes the zombies to be what they are. So if you haven't read uh, Zombie Fallout 3.5, it's definitely worth checking mm-hmm. out because I think it goes in, it's 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 kind of Tim, you know, zero, that one book go hand in hand with it. I agree. So Yeah. You know, I don't know that I've read the 3.5. You should. I, I don't know that ever popped up in my feed. I'm going to now. Yeah, it's a it's another short story. It's like zero. Um, it's it's a it's an offshoot book that that Mark did that explains what the virus is that makes the zombies. It's kind of kind of crazy. Yep, about its discovery and it breaks down a lot of the uh, how the Talbots even got involved with the entire Eliza storyline, and mm-hmm. it gives a lot of backstory. I'm telling you guys, you're going to have to jog about- my memory on the third one. On Tim 3 or? Yeah. Okay. We, we will do that. This this I whole don't... show is dedicated Tim 1 through 3 today, kids. So we're, we're getting into the, the meat and potatoes of it. What I are we going to say, Tom? I have that one since it first came out. Yeah, so I'm, I'm curious. Um, do you think, and this was, this was uh, I don't want to say nagging at me through the series, but it's one bigger picture thing because i love the microcosms that uh that mark does mm-hmm. but do you think that there are others out there that had that that similar turnout i mean it can't just be him right of all the the billions of people that got infected was one of them uh was he the only one or did, did other people fight the virus similarly maintain them themselves to a bit all right tom first off don't ask better questions than the host okay you're making me look bad <laughs> All right, because that was a really good. That was a really good, 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 good starting <laughs> off point. I'm like, all right, Tom's taking over the show here, kids. So, um, <laughs> I I think there has to be because as you go further into the zombie Fallout series, the zombies kind of have consciousness where they learn how to open up doors and windows, and as they go later into the series, you realize that they're starting to become self aware and they can do things 
besides just shuffle around and, and bang on doors. And in it going back to Tim and, and Hugh Mann, that's kind of where it all starts. Where is the zombie? <laughs> it's it's the, the 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 eternal question, is there still a piece of the person inside of the zombie or are they totally gone? They're yeah. probably maybe just not as strong willed as Tim was to be able to to fight to keep part of that consciousness going. Yeah, Tim was definitely a narcissistic asshole. So yeah, if, if, with if, all if, the drugs if, he's done and things <laughs> like that, it kind of makes you wonder uh, if Mike ever got bit, if he would be stubborn enough to fight back. Probably. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm going to go on a limb That's and about say a yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Definitely, if Mike ever became a zombie, he, uh, he, he, I, I think he would take full control, and it would be a much different story because there are parts of <laughs> of the series with Tim that he can act and talk like a normal person and, and interact with other people to trick them into thinking that he's not a zombie, that he's a real person and, and let them in their house or let them in the church or let them in the, the supermarket to, to get him going to where he needs to go to get to, to kill people, to eat people. I mean, he's still, he's a homicidal maniac. That's also a zombie. Yeah. But you got his, his desire to just want to, you know, kill people and go crazy. And then you got Hugh's desire to just eat. And Hugh's in the background just saying food, eat, eat, eat. And he gets mad if he eats something that's dead. You can't, apparently zombies are picky and you can't eat a dead person already. Who well, knew? Other Hughes is what he keeps saying. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I should have listened yeah. to it three times. <laughs> so. Well, I just listened to it last week and again this week to prepare for it. So, yeah. It's pretty much as soon as I get back to my hotel room, I just study and listen to audiobooks. <laughs> <laughs> I've been oh, trying so you, to cram. So I did it uh, last week. I started on last Wednesday. I started one again, which is it's a quick read. I could do that in a day uh, while I'm driving. Oh, yeah. I just yeah. finished three today. So three is very fresh in my mind. Did you cover yeah. the other three books Tim shows up in? Uh, I did not. We're going to talk about those in another series, but I know that he's okay. in Demon. Uh, what's the other one that he's in? I know he's in like Demon in Fallout Five. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I haven't read and those then, in a while. Listen to those in a while. And Devil's Desk. Oh, that's right. Yeah, well, Devil's Desk oh, is I next forgot. week too. That's right. He's yeah. in Devil's. I I get him and Durgan confused because Sean uses the same dickhead voice for both characters, and they're very similar. <laughs> Yeah, but according to so. but according to Mark, they're not brothers. They're just both assholes. Yeah, Mark mm -hmm. just likes really big guys. <laughs> yeah, Makes I want to know who in Mark's life is Tim. <laughs> you know, he he has to know somebody because everybody else is based on a real person in his life, pretty much. And I want to know if he has a big black friend or does he just want to have a big black friend? You know, like BT. You know. <laughs> He's always he's always said he wished he did. So <laughs> Oh, okay. Well there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think you should be keeping a, a running list of questions the next time you get him on here as a guest. Oh, I definitely I, I didn't even touch <laughs> tackle even close to the questions that I had for him. We kind of went us off on a tangent on, you know, micro beers and weather and it's living easy to in do Boston. Yeah, yeah. He's he's definitely he's a talker. So 
and he's got so much shit behind him that that's very distracting. So I, you know, I, I had a huge list of stuff <laughs> looking at his stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> so first impressions of Tim, uh, I did. I wasn't going to read it or I wasn't going to listen to it. I should say I'm all, I'm all audible because I thought, Hey, I'm not a big clown guy. I kind of looked at it and I went, all right, it's, it's, it's an it type of story. It's a psychotic clown that's killing people, blah, 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 blah. I read some of the reviews and a lot of people were saying that it's, it's very dark. It's very evil. It's, you know, it's definitely different. And, but when you listen to it, it's not much different than the other stories. It's he's crazy. Yes. He has his misogynistic, uh, you know, rapist wit about him. He's a womanizer. He's a, he's an asshole. He's Durgan. Yeah. Exactly. And if you've listened to Devil's Desk, you know what the character of Tim is. So listening to his standalone stories, it wasn't as bad as everybody made it out to be. I read one review and somebody's like, oh, he kills a six-year-old kid. That was it for me. I couldn't handle that. I'm like, that's where you draw the line? You know, killing a bratty kid? <laughs> All the other shit that's going on in these other stories, that's, you know, that was the catalyst. Oh, my God. So... Yeah, I went into it thinking that this is going to be really dark, and it had its moments, but for the most part, he's just a misunderstood clown. He's trying to make his way in this world, being, you know, being a zombie. That, that's the only how I part that it. pissed me off. <laughs> the only part that pissed me off is when he killed the dog. I didn't care about anything else. He killed so, the yeah, dog. You can't kill kids, and you can't you can't do dogs. That's that's the way it is. I mean, so. kids are yeah. <laughs> kids can be brats. So uh -huh. a little bit. Yeah. So, uh, Tom, what was your first impression? Did you want to listen to Tim? And what was your impression yeah. after you read it? Um, having spent so much time learning, um, learning about uh, the psyches of, of Mike, right? We spend a lot of time with Mike. We spend a lot of time in his head, um, several thousand pages at this point. Um, but I don't see that angle with a lot of the other characters. Um, mm -hmm. I know he had the dog series. Um, he wrote, you know, kind of from the puppies angle, I think with some of it, but um, just about anything Mark signs up to do, um, I'm pretty much going to give it a whirl. And he had me in the, in the first few chapters. I thought he was a really fascinating character. I mean, clearly, like you said, he's an asshole. He's a rapist. He's a woman. Like, there's nothing redeemable about him. But, um, you know, you, you can see, I think we all know someone like him to that degree, not the, not the extreme violence parts, but you ever, uh, you ever see people talk about how they would survive a zombie apocalypse, right? And everyone has their, I would do this, I'd escape here. And the truth is the best thing you could probably do is put on a football helmet. Because 99% of the population is going down. Mm -hmm. And it's probably going to extend your life as a, as a zombie. It'll make you harder to kill. I thought it was really interesting to, to see that. I hate to, hate to use the term, but that dichotomy, right? You get both of those mentalities in there exactly like you all were talking about. And uh, the, the violence was cool. The storytelling was cool. The, how he justifies things in his own mind. Um, I really was interested just to see see that whole thing uh, take shape. I think the first book was the best of the three, but uh, I think that was probably my favorite part was him learning to use a door, him 
putting himself um, in situations to be more successful and and blend with human. And, and it was yeah, actually really positive for me the the first time. Entertaining, I'll say entertaining, not positive. <laughs> <laughs> Jenny, what about you? God, I don't know. It's. Did you want to, when you go through the whole gamut of things, was Tim on your list to, to listen to or to read? Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I hate clowns. I'm terrified of clowns, <laughs> which tends to draw me more to clown things because I like being scared. I like being, I just, I don't know, I'm weird. But, um, so yeah, as soon as I seen that, I had to go. But unlike you, I was reading a lot of the reviews and stuff. And I'm like, mm, yeah, this is definitely, I definitely got to do this. Thought about it. And then I, I was sitting there listening to it. And then I'm like, toilet humor. That is never been my thing. <laughs> it's never been my thing, but somehow it just worked. It worked. In- <laughs> a lot of it's literal toilet humor because it answers the question, do zombies poop? Yeah. Where do they put all that excess food <laughs> and human human waste that comes out as waste? So yeah, I, I applaud yeah. Mark for that because that 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 was my big question was they eat all this stuff but they're always losing weight. How do they how do they have room to get all this? And then he, you get to the part where he's you know he's shitting out his dad. And you're like, oh okay, zombies poop. Here we go. <laughs> Who knew? You make a kid's oh. book. Yeah, so it's, you know, <laughs> you got fast zombies, slow zombies, zombies that, you know, can open up doors, zombies that can think, and now we got zombies that can poop. So, All right, I have a question. Yes. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm crazy, but listening to it, uh, Hugh, whenever mm-hmm. he's talking, saying he's hungry, is it just me or does he sound like Homer Simpson? A little bit, yeah. Mm, okay. Now that you say that. <laughs> that just goes through my head every time i listen to it yeah. but the, the thing is what i don't understand and, and we're gonna this is jumping ahead a little bit is that it's not hugh in the third book it's it's manny or many mm-hmm. however you want to put it who the hell is that character because i've never heard him talk mark talk about any of those in any of those other stories either different versions of Hugh in the virus or does the virus yeah or did virus evolve into you know I thought he said I'm going by Sean's interpretations I thought he said I am many and Tim calls him Manny yeah okay so I'm not crazy no you're not okay I'm pretty I'm I'm not for that reason and uh I I I think it's just each one of the humanites are sentient. Mm-hmm. And when they get infected, there's probably one in particular that starts to replicate itself and they're all on one sentient mind. I think it was just another, you know, another set of or another humanite that wasn't as easily pushed around it. As the original one was, it could have evolved, you know, because just like without the people with all the sentience, the viruses and parasites evolve. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe he just happened to get one that was the asshole of the humanites, like he is the asshole of humans. True. 
I, mean, I like that. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Well, thank you guys for coming. <laughs> I just summed it all up. <laughs> uh, it's just uh, it's just the impression I got. I never really thought about it until you just asked that. It's like, yeah, you know, they, they've got to be different sentient beings, and uh, um, and that they got to start over. Or maybe it's because of where, like at the time when he's Manny, isn't he in? Uh, he's in Yorley's body at the time, right? Scarlet. Scarlet. He's hunting yeah. Yorley at, at, at the end of two. Part three is basically a revenge story where he just yeah. wants to kill Yorley. That's what it's all about. Yeah. And Yorley doesn't come in until halfway, almost and, to the end and, of the second book. I think a good chunk. Um, and I think partially the way the viruses are or the parasites, whatever. I know we've used both terms technically. Mm -hmm. um, feed off from. The, I guess the original host, because I mean, the first one what you could say was fat and lazy, like Tim wanted to be, but never was. And then you got to the, um, when he went over to, um, Clarence's body, he didn't have any of the memories of anything. So he had to reteach him everything and renegotiate with them. And then maybe, uh, since, Scarlet had a predisposition of who Tim was before that all happened. Maybe the virus was like, okay, this guy's a complete jackass and you can't trust him. So maybe it was more standoffish feeding off from and using Scarlet's memories. That sounds so the virus, different viruses inside different bodies interact with the body differently and the virus evolves. Which is what yeah. viruses do, you know, because if yeah, you try disease. to kill a virus, it's it becomes, you know, we get different strains of flu every year because, you know, the flu virus doesn't work. So now we got a better, different flu. You got to get this shot for which, you know, which gives you the H1N1, which is how the whole zombie follow series started. I mean, we could <laughs> also just say no offense to Jenny, but, you know, the uh, Manny wasn't a female, so. <laughs> So he, that's why he was extra extra difficult. I didn't say that. I just said he was different. I'll take it. I'll he got take a, it. He got a little moody on thirty every thirty days, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, it, it'd be nice to hear Mark's take on that as well, because you know, I never really dwelled into the Manny being different. You know, mm -hmm. to that extent, until you said that, I guess my brain just rode along with this is Tim personality with the humanites. Never really divided up in my, until you brought it up, the different personalities. Yeah, I didn't either. Viruses. I didn't either. Oh, look at that. I'm making people think. It's something that I've never been yeah. accused of before. With it. <laughs> so, but I, I like that he only interacts with Mike and BT and Tracy once in the story. And it's, you know, at the very end of, of the first book, like I said, there's going to be spoilers galore. If you don't want to hear spoilers, don't listen to the show, but it might actually make you want to listen to the story. Now that you know that, but it, 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 it brings up the point where you can't kill him because all you got to do is bite somebody and you go into somebody else's body the virus transfers from host to host, which is what happened, how he went from Tim and then he went into Clarence and then he went into uh, Scarlet. 
But technically, you could kill them if there was nobody around for them to transfer to. Very true. Right? Okay. Uh, yeah. Probably once the brain starts to rot. You know, mm-hmm. is it, uh, I don't know. How do you kill you know, a psychotic just, zombie clown? Um, that just makes me wonder if that's not another route yeah. of why the zombies are getting so intelligent is because maybe each one of the super intelligent zombies have dozens of personalities in them, dozens of people's minds working together in them. Do you Could it think be like that- the Borg and it's like a collective? Yeah, just that, gonna... you know, like, what's his name from the zombie Fallout series towards the end? Um, I can't remember his name at the moment, but the one that was shot, you know, they said it was the bullets that did it. Well, maybe the bullets. We Dewey. The... Dewey, yes. Dewey. Maybe Dewey, the, screw uh, him and how? Uh, maybe the poison and the bullets. We the zombies, and now it's that's making them so intelligent and more human-like and able to fight back. Possibility. I mean, anything's possible with this because it's it's all fictitious and it's made up. And it's whatever it's is Mark. in Mark's, you know, wicked, bizarre mind that he can think of. So. <laughs> Twisted, depraved, black hole of a mind that we all enjoy. That that we that we do for some strange reason. <laughs> so, Tom, what are your thoughts? Have you uh, have you read other other books or seen other? um stories that have some of that hive mentality um because what jumps out with me and i I know i've seen similar in other works but on one hand you've got the zombies evolving right you've got your bulkers your sprinters um so and then i i really like where nick was going with it um talking about um Maybe not the different, um, maybe not the different human personalities blending together, but almost, um, almost like a how many patient zeros are there? Maybe there really were um, a dozen or two dozen or five dozen that, and uh, they become these different lines. I think the way he explained it, at least what the evolution was, um, they evolved and they evolved very quickly based on what they need, right? They hit mm-hmm. something with a high caliber bullet, so they uh, they develop thicker skulls. They they outrun them, so they develop sprinters. Um, it seems like it seems like there's something to that. There's got to be something with the collective conscience that's enabling them to to do that. Like you said, it's all fictitious. Which brings you to that's a good point though, because uh, Hugh can fix Tim if he gets shot or if he gets stabbed or something happens to him. You know, he's always, hey, buddy, you got to fix me. You know, we got to get this going, except, you know, he he can't fix his willy, which shrivels and falls off, which is karma. But so he can, <laughs> he can fix, he can fix minor repairs. Um, But it's funny that you get to the point in the story where, you know, Tim's bitching at Hugh about something and Hugh is like, stop getting shot. Or stop getting hurt, you know. It's like there's only so much I can do. Knock it off, you know. And and Manny is is less with a broken ankle. Yeah, yeah. You know, it it reminded me of that scene in uh, in Liar Liar where where Jim Carrey's talking to the guy and the 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 secretary says, 
uh, you know, so-and-so is on the phone. He wants, he just robbed the bank, wants to know what to do. And he picks up the phone. He's like, stop breaking the law, asshole. You know, I, just, <laughs> yeah. I had that moment in my head where he was like, stop getting yourself hurt. What the hell are you doing? There's a couple of times where he hurts himself on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, I think that could be why you got the bulkers with the, the tough skulls because the viruses inside were becoming self. They were self-aware. I believe the zombies were, and they were being able in an attempt to protect themselves. Viruses evolve like the flu virus. Like I said, right. evolves every year. The viruses inside the hue viruses inside the, the, the zombies are evolving, making them, you know, run faster, climb things, open up doors, you know, all the stuff that we it saw them start sense. to do in the later books. With all the ability I wonder if Mark knows all this. I doubt he's Mark doesn't seem that bright to me. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he's just making it all up as he goes. I'm sure. No, <laughs> he's just probably got some grand plan the at the end of it. I'm sure. So. Oh, there's been when I could talk to him in Salem, there was a couple things that I tried talking to him about before we got talking about IPAs and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, that he was like. No, I never put that much thought into it, but that makes sense. She's like, I wish my brain worked like that. <laughs> that he, where he can take something that he thinks is a good idea and doesn't overthink it to death and just runs with it, and uh, it turns into something brilliant like what we have, you know, with the zombie fallout, devil's desk, all of those books. It's like I spend time poking holes in them, and he just runs with it and makes it entertaining. Yeah. Has anybody ever done written a story or or done anything like that? Like when you're doing something it's one thing it turns into one thing and then it's kind of like the course of a conversation where you you start with one thing you think you're going to go to a certain place but during the natural course of things uh one thing turns into something different and then like you know he's probably i'm sure he's painted himself into a corner more than once with some of these stories saying uh crap how do i get myself out of this one or, or what do i do with this and i think there was a lot of instances in tim where that happened well, yeah, at the end Probably. of it was a prime example of it. Mm -hmm. He still just to this day says that was a, oh, it was in a different universe thing. Because everybody tries to always plug him in universe, but at no time mm -hmm. is Mike, Tracy, and BT in California in the entire zombie Fallout series. But Tim's in California when he gets shot at the end of Tim 1. That's right. He's in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And but they've never, they never went to... Was Tim, was he traveling? Was he in the no, car? The whole that thing was shortly thing? after he got out of the uh, house. That's right. Because when he originally wrote Timothy, it was for one of those like charity short story books where everybody um, like can like, um, can't think of the, some of them that he's done where it's a bunch of different authors putting in short stories together to raise money for something. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Timothy originally was. So it wasn't meant to be a whole another universe or another branch off, but people loved it. You know, us crazy, sick people like us. And he was like, okay, let's continue the story then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he, he said a couple of times that, you know, the end of Timothy, he messed up, you know, with having Mike Tracy and BT in there because 
they were in the wrong city at the wrong time. And he explains it with, it's technically a different storyline. Okay. We've done it seven other times. Why can't we go with it with this? <laughs> Very true. It's a storyline that hasn't happened yet. Just give it time. Is it the fat BT from uh, Shrouded World? I mean, it could be. He just said <laughs> that he's seen a black man that rivals him in his size is all he says. He didn't say if he was fat or not. That is true. <laughs> you never know. I mean, there is a whole the whole uh, trip diverse that that brings it all all together with all, with everything. So you, that makes you, my you, head hurt. <laughs> you don't want to be on the the shrouded world panel because that's going to be um, a trip. Yeah, that one. Literally, I, I, I've only been able to go through it once, and like I said, I had to re-listen. To, I think when they first get to the facility. Uh, like five times to even understand what was going on. <laughs> um, I remember that's one of my favorites. We brought it up on the last show. Yes. That, yeah. That's something that you can't just listen to the first couple times in the background, like you can the other books. It's like, holy crap, what I miss. <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to pay attention. Definitely got to pay attention to it. So one of the other places where the the whole timeline kind of goes askew as well is when Tim runs into uh, Remy and Grant and they got the vials of blood. They have Eliza's vials of blood around their neck where they're oh, getting, yeah, the, yeah. they're getting the zombies into yeah. the truck to take out yeah. to when they go to um, whatever the hell they were going with, with the dock and the, the base, that whole, they kind of intersect in there as well. So that's in a different city, but what city was that, that they were all yeah. in? I think it was zombie fallout. At four or five, where they meet Doc in Pork Chop, and they're on the base, and they bring in the huge dump trucks and the tractor trailers. They were you know, by the, the Great Lakes, ninety-nine hundred. They were outside of Chicago, the naval base yeah. up there by Chicago. Okay, so they were up. Okay, yeah, because so, I remember they were talking about you know Lake Michigan being right there, and I was like, hey, that's straight across the lake for me. So, <laughs> so it's a whole other timeline it's similar in in the whole thing but a different different timeline with the same characters where those guys were there because i remember remy i don't remember grant at all but i remember remy from zombie fallout where they were trying to get the zombies in the the tractor trailers and get them in the trucks and having the people as the bait getting the zombies in the trucks yeah no i mean mark is Definitely excellent at what he does, but he's also good at, oh, Book of Riley and Shrouded World and Timothy are separate timelines, but then, poof, they're all intersecting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like you said, it, it intersects at the beginning or the end of book one, then he intersects with Remy and then with Shrouded World. All of a sudden, in later books, after it was supposed to split off, he's having memories of calendar and the whistlers and trips just over there winking at them and whistling and um it's just like okay he's starting to bleed all of these together i mean look when he brings in uh thorn grip into the later books in zombie fallout i don't even know who that oh, is oh yeah the book of riley yeah oh i haven't read book of riley yet i have that's oh, one okay. series i haven't gone through yet well it starts at one point the big you remember the big bear right that saves my I do. 
the bear 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 or bear dog i remember bear dog from no uh, the bear Indian Hill. bear the one that was eating oh. cereal and got into fights over the cereal with trip no i don't oh well that's in zombie fallout and that's all based off from book of riley ah okay yeah i'm only on I, i'm re physically reading book of riley so ah, okay. that's obviously going to take a lot of time well you're a busy man i i read slowly as well <laughs> so <laughs> anyway back to tim um yeah he uh you were talking about earlier hesitating i wasn't gonna read tim yep um just based off of some of the reviews and even mike or mark told me if you got a strong stomach and you don't care about that type of stuff go ahead and read it but if you don't care for that stuff don't read it Mm -hmm. I wasn't going to, but then once I read enough of Mike's or Mark's stuff, I was like, screw it, I'm going to try it. And, <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, too, very much so, but it made me start questioning my sanity, the fact that I enjoyed it <laughs> as much as I did. Mm -hmm. What are we going to say? Where does, it, where does it fall for you all in terms of your normal reading or in terms of other books that you've read? And uh, exactly how you kicked off the episode, talking about um, how it's extremely violent. The reviews are, you know, well, this was enough for me. Um, have you have you read stuff that's that's further uh, further along the deranged scale than this? Is there One a book? Yes. In Mark's books or any other? No, no, just in general. Just I mean. If you look at it in terms of something like that, it's it's like it, you know, it's a psychotic clown. You get kids that are killing each other, kids that are, you know, kids that are getting killed. And I think that's where a lot of people, like we said, draw the line with dogs and kids. And Don't forget about it. The kids, the teen, preteen kids having an orgy and stuff, too. So. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I, I mean, that book was pretty twisted. I, I think it's it was one of those, you know, Stephen King and his cocaine days where he probably doesn't even remember <laughs> writing it. You know, he said that yeah, right. about Maximum Overdrive. He wrote some books like I didn't remember re writing that. He was just so <laughs> frigging blasted at the time. But it's I forgot what we were talking about. What was the, the, the topic? It's where, where it falls on the spectrum for you. Oh, for horror. But if you, you read horror or you watch horror i mean yeah kids are gonna die dogs are gonna die animals are yeah. gonna die it's, it's 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 a natural fact of, of everything but i think right now we live in in such a society where everything is taboo and we have to be mm -hmm. focused on everybody's feelings and you can't do that and i think i don't know when this was was written i don't remember the copyright dates but i think mark just kind of took that and went i'm throwing okay. the playbook out I'm killing fucking everybody. You know, everybody's going to die. Everybody's going to get killed. Everybody's going to get shit on. Some stuff's going to happen and you're not going to like it. And that's too bad. I wrote this book on a dare pretty much because his publicist <laughs> yeah. said, whatever you write, I will publish it. And Mark went, really? Really? Hmm. <laughs> Let's test those lines. I'm going to horrify my wife one night and I'm going to re re write this story. When it comes to the toilet humor, there's a book by S.W. Salzman, or he narrates it. I don't know if he writes it or not, called Flushed. That's pretty much 100% diarrhea toilet humor. And then you've always got Javon Bonds' series with the constant 
shitting blue zombies. So uh, that toilet humor wise, I had already. But how do you like uh, the how do you like the Javon Bonds book? I've seen them. I haven't read them. Can you spell Javon Bond? Because I don't even know what that is. J a v a n b o n d s. He is actually a young blind author. Mm. Um, his mom and his brother and dad really help him with his books. Um, it's very reminiscent of Mark's books. There's some people who say he ripped off Mark's style because it's written very much in a uh, diary type format. And there's a lot of sarcastic racial humor between him and a short, fat black guy who's the main character's best friend. Um, they're, they're pretty good. Um, I help him. I beta listen to his audiobooks and stuff too. Um, to find mistakes or continuity errors. And then I submit it back to him and say, Hey, you messed this up because Eric A. Shellman, who's actually a good friend of mine as well, author and narrator does them. And I do a lot of his books. So, um, but they're, they're pretty good. I mean, I don't, I don't like disparaging anybody, but they're not on Mark's level, but he's still young. So, I mean, I would check one, it of out. The, one of the things that I I love to your to your comment on kind of how Mark does the different stories and and Nick and Jeff I think you both talked to this a little bit. Um, it's so hard to do that world building, right? Because yeah. it's really really what it is, and I, it's not something you'll hear a lot of people talk about. But it is really similar to a Marvel universe almost with. Um, you know, there's there's different realities and quantum realms, and um, it's different, certainly, but but structurally, it's um, it's similar with the different realities. And I've never interacted with Mark face to face or or podcast or anything, but um, I did hit him up on Instagram one day, and he seems to be really good about responding. Um, if you bug him enough times and <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's good about, he's good about that. We're getting back to people. Yeah. The, but, but to what Nick said about, um, just being able to bounce back, you know, I write a book, I forget about it. I I'm not worried. I don't remember the particulars from 15 books ago. The thing that, the thing that jumped out at me and it was right around the time I was with them was the whole Tommy ending the Tommy storyline, uh, initially. Right. And, um, when they're, when they're down in hell, and I don't even remember which spinoff it was, but I remember being bothered by uh, the thought that he was a bad guy the whole time. He made fall out when he was in the lava flow. Yeah, like yeah, him. yeah. But he just when I asked Mark about it, he was like, eh, "I'm I'm walking it back. I'm I'm doing a different spin on it." Like that mm-hmm. was not a popular part. Okay, cool. Like mm-hmm. respect the genius. I'm I'm along for the ride. Tommy's a dick. I agree. I don't. I think it really was him the whole time, but it um, made me wonder if Ganlin was Tommy all to begin with, in a way, you know, a, a personality of Ganlin or something like that, or Tommy ripped out of another timeline. But that's a whole other series. <laughs> yeah, the whole other show too. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, but well, not. Sorry. Go ahead, Tom. No, no. Go ahead, please. I was going to just say you don't see too many of the other characters in in bringing it back to Tim aren't really in Tim with the exception of the original three 
you know, you, you yeah. know, you, Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman at the end of Tim One, you know, that take Tim out. Uh, you don't really get the Trinity <laughs> in the other books besides the kind of the minor, excuse me, the minor uh, players. Remy and what's his name? And, uh, uh, Grant, yeah. And they bring you up could, Eliza, obviously, but. Mm-hmm. You could do so many different things in that world. You could you could bounce around out of the microcosms to, to see other people's experiences. And I thought it was fantastic when Mark decided to take this angle. This was such a ballsy decision to say exactly your, I did it on a dare. I'm going to write the most fucked up thing that I can possibly think of. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm going to put it out there. And he certainly seemed to, it seemed so out of character from what I've been reading up to that. But um, what a, what a courageous decision of sorts. And to think that it had life beyond past book one, um, you know, he probably could have, he probably could have wrapped it up because it was not a happy ending um, for, for Tim in book one and uh, easy, you know, he finds his way out like he does with anything else uh, when he writes himself in no quarter. But mm-hmm. um, I thought it was from a, from a sheerly, talented perspective from from a sheer return on on the quality of his writing legit i think it's i think it's one of his top books tim one maybe not two and three but i thought the i thought the the actual writing was um entertaining in a totally different way um and i yeah you know not i don't think that audience is ever going to be bigger i don't think people are going to be clamoring for tim four over zombie fallout 22 but it's it, i think it showed mark's uh talent as a writer to be able to go outside yeah. of just these this lane he needs to bring tim into the indian hill series and give me book eight but you know i'll keep protesting that <laughs> until the day I die, so. <laughs> but yeah that's a He'll whole bring indian hill back indian so, hill is the aliens yeah piece, right yeah yeah so that's yeah. the only series i i never delved into I did all the werewolves. I did the demon fallouts. I love the Tim series. The zombie, obviously, I'm I'm waiting for the next one with everybody else. Mm-hmm. The Indian Hill one was not. Um, I don't know. I don't get excited by the alien side, the sci-fi side of things. Me either. Me either. I didn't really? either. But when you bring in BT and Javabon and book two and three, it turns. It's amazing. The whole That's when it really starts to go. Holy crap! This is awesome. Yeah, get past get past book one, and you really love Indian. Indian Hill is my favorite series. Yeah, me too. It's, it's my favorite it's series. Some definitely, some of the biggest pictures on my poster. Yep, and there's oh, actually yeah. there's actually a part in bringing it back to Tim again where Scarlet. I, I have my notes here, and I do speech text while I, while I listen to the book, and I talk into my phone during speech text. This is what I wrote, and I'm going to try to decipher it. What exactly this means. Scarlet is shot in drugs at an army base by it by a text internist comments to her that he has seen some strange shit, even a large crocodile looking thing. So out of all of that, I, I just wanted to get large crocodile thing, meaning uh-huh. is that a genogerian or a pajarian kind of in that timeline that Scarlet was talking about 
in 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 one of the stories. I don't know what the hell the, the rest of it was. Obviously, my truck's loud when I drive, and speech text didn't pick stuff up the whole way. Oh, Mark does that all the time. He, thought, he said something almost identical in Devil's Desk when BT was bitching about all of Mark's stories. Really. Uh-oh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think we might actually get a chance to ask uh, Mark what the hell. Oh, there's his nostrils. There's the Miami. Hey. Hey. Hey, man. What's up, Johnny? Come lately. Yeah, nostril (laughs) cam. I I just want you to know, Jeff, I bought a freaking, I bought a damn PC camera because of you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) I've been thinking about it too. So I always wondered, I'm like, what the hell is he looking at when he does his videos? His camera's like over here and he's looking over here. What is he? What, what, what does he have it on his phone and he's looking at his computer? Like, how did you have that set up? It's an iPad. I'm using the iPad right now. Oh, I, okay. Uh, I just started using the camera and I realized I was late and I didn't want to miss it completely. So I didn't want to screw up. Well, I appreciate it. Well, Tom was just saying he's never actually interacted with you or talked with you. So this is like Christmas time for Tom. Tom, this is Mark. Mark, this is Tom. Hey man, I would honor to meet you. You as well, Tom. I'd say you were lucky you didn't get to interact with me, but you know, <laughs> to each their own. He's he, he's awesome. I've met him, love him. I Thank always you. brag about he's my favorite Marine. <laughs> so, Just so, buy him a couple of bears. There you go. Yep. So, all right. So now that we have Mark here, what were some of the questions we had about Tim? That oh God! We you guys I wanted to your, ask your first one was who is he based on, right? Yeah, yeah. is Tim? Yeah, is Tim based? Because a lot of your characters are based on somebody that you know, kind of in your life. Who is the Tim in your life? Thank God, I can honestly say, uh, absolutely no one. I, uh, <laughs> I was just, um, I, I, I think it was. I'm not sure where I do it on the, every interview when they ask about Tim, but. Uh, I, you know, that was just uh, reaching down in the deep, dark recesses of my mind and, and pulling him out of there, which I guess is kind of scary when you dwell on it too much, which we'll I don't. blame it on the, the Molson Canadian with a little bit of green stuff, and you were probably mainlining <laughs> Moxie at the same time is the only thing I can think of. That'll do it. No, I mean, he honest- hasn't been dabbing on that one. <laughs> oh, I don't touch that dabbing <laughs> stuff scares the hell out of me. <laughs> Say, did they have it when he really when you released that? When was that? When did you release Tim originally? Uh, wasn't that 2016, 2014, 2012, 20? Yeah, it was you actually like, a dare. I, I wrote that book on kind of a dare, so wasn't it uh, part of like a collaborative thing where there was a bunch of short stories, or am I mixing uh, that up? With a no, that was that was a book of Riley. Uh, I'll give you oh, the okay, short, that's right. yeah, I'll give you the short of it. Uh, a publisher came to me. And wanted the zombie Fallout series, uh, and they check wasn't going to be big enough. So I was like, "No, nah, you know, it's great trying to do business. I appreciate it, all that." They literally came back the next day and they said, "We'll take any title you give us." I was like, "Wait, wait, wait a sec. Hold one. I like to rethink about this." I was like, "You'll take any book I offer." And they're like, "Yep." And Hold so my beer. Yeah, hold my beer. So three days uh, is one of those uh, 
F around and find out. Um, so three days later, I came up with Tim and I wrote a, a novella. Did they regret it saying that to you? Or were they like, holy crap, no. this is gold? No, they were thrilled. Uh, they were great to work with, too. Um, God, I'm trying to remember the name, but Permuted Press. Uh, they, they were pretty really cool about it. And, um, and then there's all the crazy people that actually like Tim, and that's why uh, we got Tim 2 and 3. And why he pops up in all the different stories now, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So my question, we, we talked a little bit about the timeline. And uh, Nick was giving us, at the end of Tim 1, he runs into Mike, BT, and Tracy. But they're in San Francisco. Yeah. Mike, BT, and Tracy were never in San Francisco. No. See, that's... <laughs> Tim was never really supposed to do anything and and that's like it all goes back to i never really thought people were going to be reading my books you know so i just i thought it was a cool little piece to add in at the end had i to do it over i would have been more ambiguous with names and stuff like that but i'm not i'm not sad i did it hey you know what it didn't wreck the story it's just like okay maybe it's a split off from the timeline you know since trip likes to punch so many holes in it well yeah because i've even alluded to that and uh like when tim meets back up with mike at demon fallout and you know tim starts your wife killed me and mike's like i don't know what you're talking about you know so we've never been to california tim tim yeah no nope. <laughs> i mean up until Nick just threw in his, 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 you know, told us all that. I never even, never even occurred to me that they were in San Francisco. So you kind of ruined that for me, Nick. Thanks. I appreciate it. Hey, I told you, <laughs> you're the one that compared me to that crazy person that uh, held the author hostage. I told you I'm a huge uh, uh, Mark fan. So I listen to the books enough to see a lot of those things yeah i think you got to consult with nick on on continuity because he seems to have everything down packed it's uh this you know thank you nick but there, there are a lot of folks that like you know hey do you remember that you know book six chapter 12 line seven when you said this i'm like no. i have no <laughs> i couldn't even begin to tell you you tell me let's talk about it it was 2 a.m. when I wrote that. I was exhausted. <laughs> say, I don't think he has an iodetic memory, but we can go for it. <laughs> no, no, I, I wish. No, no, I don't. There's a lot of things I'm glad I forgot. So we'll go with that. I'm say, <laughs> I, I don't think your stories would be the same if you did. <laughs> That's true. What were we going to say, Tom? Yeah, so I'm curious um, with that, with, with building such a, a big universe out, um, how many of the Easter eggs that you put in there um, are intentional versus how many of the, uh, you know, rabid fans like us uh, pick them up and, and circle back to you and you just say that, you know, I know you, you talk about, well, do you remember when he wrote this line, but do you ever find Easter eggs that someone else found that you didn't mean to draw? Uh, the, the vast majority... I do do on perp do do. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm technically 11 years old. Um, the, a vast majority are on purpose, but yeah, there are ones that like, they're just you know, lucky happenstance, you know, uh, folks find them. I'm like, Oh, Hey, that fits, you know? Yep. I definitely meant that. So. <laughs> 
So question I had for you, Mr. Mr. Mark, is in Tim 1 and 2, Tim is possessed by Hugh. Hugh is the virus uh, from Hugh Mans. We were talking about that in Zombie 3.5. He's the the virus inside of, of Tim's body and then Clarence's body. But in book three, he's inside of Scarlet and he's been inside many or Manny as Tim likes to call it. Is that who was what was that virus or what was that uh, character line all about? Uh, well, yeah, as you can follow in the zombie fallout universe, the, the virus is constantly mutating. And that's just another effect, you know, of how the virus is interacting with Tim, who is obviously conscious within his own depraved mind. <laughs> and why was Tim worthy of being uh, him being conscious when others weren't? Because I cashed the check from the publisher. <laughs> Good. I, I, I was just go with he's just too nasty to die. You yeah. know, he's just such an a hole. You know that like nothing little like a zombie virus is going to be able to take him out. You know. Mm-hmm. Are you sure he wasn't born in Colorado? No. I- <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one of the other questions we had was if. The the roles were reversed, and it was Mike that got bit by a, a zombie. Would Mike be able to keep his consciousness like Tim did? Uh, I think it would have to depend on, are we talking like um, pre-Tommy Bite or post-Tommy Bite, you know? Uh, it would be hard to fit it into the story pre-post. I think it would be easy enough. I could have yeah. uh, finagled that. I always try to... I, I try my best not to have, um, I can't remember what they call it, but, you know, whenever you're in a bad situation, characters are in a bad situation, like the unthinkable just happens, you know, like all of a sudden they were smacked on the top of their head with a micrometeor and you're like, yeah, we win the day. You know, I don't like <laughs> to have in those cheap outs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And also we, uh, we were talking a little bit about with in, in, in Tim three, where there's three people now, or two people in a virus inside of one body, uh, what brought that about? What made you uh, just? Um, I couldn't think of a bigger nightmare scenario than having not only maybe you know I mean, we've all heard about people trapped in their own mind because we would injuries or stuff, but to, to have three people trapped in one head and nobody can really do anything, you know, would have been just i don't know to me i'm claustrophobic that was you know that was a that was scary for me mm-hmm. especially oh, if they're sorry. all female right nick uh, maybe <laughs> um uh, yeah i could see you know tim being the misogynistic asshole womanizer he is now being trapped in a tiny demure woman's body yeah he he was <laughs> he wasn't overly thrilled about that either no well, he, he was so so thrilled that he tried to sew a penis on, which <laughs> epically failed miserably. Oh, it, it could work. Yeah. Good God, I forgot about that. Me, me too. Me friggin' too. Yeah. <laughs> it's such I a short little blip one. in there. Yeah. Well, aren't y'all glad I did my homework this week? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The I probably would have remembered that too from- if it wasn't for all this stuff. <laughs> I think it was Tim three. The 
when he finds the you know the morbidly obese guy is that two or three and then is just snacking away you know that that's the scene that i kind of remember the most three. Oh or, yeah yeah that's three but he's in the guy's house so, yeah, but he his mind goes. It, that's when you do the flashback scenes, when you know Manny or Hugh are, are going to town on a body. Tim's like, "All right, now that we got twenty minutes, let me tell you about something that happened in my past." <laughs> <laughs> Which that was awesome how you fit those in there. Yeah, it's fun. I, you know, it's funny. Out of all the gross ass things Tim did as a zombie, the one that people get back to me the most about was when he was a normal person are we doing spoilers here i mean yes. it's not a human. oh yeah, yeah big time spoilers all right what the when he was a normal human he was back in college and he he hucked a loogie in someone's beer and made them drink it like that's the scene yeah, that... that people hate the most <laughs> it's like dude he's eating somebody alive and that's the one you know so it's funny <laughs> yeah that that's one thing <laughs> coupled that coupled with the uh, guy's neck he broke and how it just flopped backwards. Oh, and, God, yeah. Oof. Like he's oh, looking the football up the game. <laughs> Not my fault his brother was in the hospital. Wait. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy what people focus on, like the negative parts that people focus on in the story. Like, that's where you draw the line? Dog. Yeah. Dog. Yeah. yeah, Jenny that's doesn't dog. like that you, you he threw the dog against the window. No, and no, you being no a dog person... No dogs were harmed in the writing of that story. I should have let off with that. <laughs> I was surprised by that part because you're such a dog person. I wouldn't think that you would actually have a story line where the dog gets, you know, gets brutally killed like that. Uh, I think I yeah, even Chloe's not happy about that. Uh, this one's Holly. Chloe's. Actually, oh, that's Holly. Yeah. Uh, I just, I guess, just to show how bad Tim is. I guess you know, like we needed another example. Mm-hmm. And then oh, you know, you. I, you know, and honestly, if I had thrown a cat, if I, if Tim had thrown a cat, I would have had all the people like I knew he hated cats. I knew it, you know. So I didn't want to give anybody any more ammunition. Well, what was that? Was it Netflix that had, had that? Don't have more people cats? sympathizing with them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jeff. No, I would just say I think it was that like Netflix series or something was that don't fuck with cats TV series that they had, where the. The kid put a cat in a Ziploc bag and he videoed it dying, and he posted oh it on God. the and he posted it on the internet, and the whole world went crazy trying to figure out where this kid was and how to arrest him. And they made a whole documentary about it. It's 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 sad, but it's I never watched the end of it because I, I just uh, for some reason I just never finished it. So I don't know if they they caught the kid or not, but. I mean, I they were so. lo- they were looking at his the, the background of his room and outside the window. I think I see something that looks like could be this. Just trying to figure out who this sick little bastard was, and if it was a real cat or was it all staged? Yeah. Oh, Jesus yeah. Don't fuck with cats is the name of the documentary. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a fan not- of cats, but I wouldn't do that. No way. <laughs> no, I'm not going to watch that right now. Animal cruelty really uh, it bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. I can deal with the depraved crap most any of my inmates do or I'm going to be working with, except for animal stuff and then kids, but yeah. Yeah. So is Tim going to show up in any of the newer stories? Is he in, uh, like in six, seven? What do we decide? The six. No, no, I think, six. I think Tracy told me it's six and he okay. is in it, right? I'm 
I'm in the middle of editing <laughs> one book and writing two. I get kind of, I get paths crossed sometimes. I know she <laughs> finally announced the fantasy book that you talked about in Salem. I know, man. Jay, it was creepers. You know, I opened up the file. I had to like break dust off of it. It was like, holy crap, ridiculous. But yeah, um, is he in that one too? Uh he will be. Not yet. Yeah, yeah. Now that you yet. mentioned it, yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I like Tim. Tim, uh when I can tone him down and fit him into a less gory horror. I, I, he's. I find him hilarious in a way. You he's, know, he's, he's just so. He's so out of touch. You know, he's so socially out of touch. He just can't even can't even operate correctly. Mm-hmm. So, question for you. Yes. Tim losing Tim losing the eyeball in the Tim series, and Tim losing both of his eyeballs in Demon. Was that intentional, or did it just happen? Do you want it to be intentional? <laughs> <laughs> then yes, yes, oh, it is. Good answer. Sure, good it answer. was. <laughs> um, I, am probably gonna say no, but I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote it. So maybe. No, I, I gotta go. No, I'll say no. I'll, I'll, I'll take one for the team. There you go. All right. Where do you rank Tim, the Tim series in the uh, in the books that you've written? Oh boy, that's hard. I'm looking. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm, I got like a wall of all my books here. I'm trying to figure out where I would. Oh well, Indian Hills, my baby. Zombie Fallout has changed the trajectory of my life. Uh. I really enjoy my one-offs. Like you want a number? I'm. What am I? What am I shooting for here? And I'd I, say. How about middle of the pack? Because there's some that I'm like, eh, but we won't go into that. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I do like Tim, so we'll say upper third. How's that? Third in the, in in all of your series is. Series Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. Like I, I said, like well, I said before you joined that I, it's not as bad as everybody made it out to be when you read some of the reviews and people are upset that, you know, you ki- you killed a six year old or, you know, something happened in one of the stories like, oh, no, I can't read this. Something bad happens. Like it's it's a it's a a it's a it's it's fictitious. So kind of um, I'm sure there are sicker people out there in the real world. But it it's a different take on I, I like it because it interacts with the Hugh story. So I was telling everybody you gotta read 3.5 in the zombie fallout series because you understand who Hugh is. And it gives it a different story arc versus for what Hugh is, what he he's really doing inside after everything happens. Like this is how the zombies learn to open up doors and they can roll down windows and you know, they can do things like that. This is why they can do it. It explains more why they, they, why, how they evolve, how the zombies are evolving. Was Even that intentional? intentional? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm taking this one. I'm taking this one. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, 
frick, I lost my train of thought. But yeah, Tim, it's funny because the human story was actually a short that um, was not part, not in my head, was not originally part of the zombie Fallout universe. And then I was like, wow, if I just, if I tweak a couple of things, it fits perfectly right in there, dovetail. Mm-hmm. So I was, that's why, um, you know, I wrote that story and then tossed it in there. And then, you oh, there we really go. Good. And Tim, and Tim is not, Lord knows, there is some extreme horror out there. Not, I, I don't consider Tim to be that. But when you look at, like, zombie fallout, I wouldn't say it's family friendly. Maybe you go PG-13 mm-hmm. and Tim might be an R. You know, and then some of the stuff you can read is like X. Like I, I don't want anything to do with it, but you know, to each their own again. You know, yeah, yeah, it definitely wasn't. It, it wasn't as bad as I. I think people should read it. If people are listening or watching this, to act, definitely put Tim in your list of books to read because it interacts, yeah. it intersects with the other stories, and it's a it's a good story. You do go a little. Um, you have the Tim, not Talbot sodes, but it's like Tim episodes when, you know, Tim's where Manny's eating somebody and Tim's like, let me tell you a story about how I banged this chick or I broke this guy's neck or I was in a bar. And you're like, all right, he's going off on a tangent here. Here we go. Like, what was Mark thinking that night when he wrote that? You know, I cut him off in traffic and he's pissed, you know, so but it's definitely entertaining. I, I love what Mark was saying with the uh, with the extreme horror and the. I always find it really interesting to say, well, how is this popping up in your algorithm? If this bothers you, how is this popping up in your? You may also like. Um, and I've read some of the. I've read a lot of the, like the the black label extreme, and one of my favorite guys wrote to the to the initial point oh, with the animals. Um, he said of all the terrible things he's written. Um, he has one scene in a book at an end where he's harmful to dogs and he has a, a worse things you could possibly read, but this particular, um, uh, thing, he chose to put a warning on the front of the chapter saying, I've gotten more, more blowback on this than anything else I've done. Um, which is why it's, it's so interesting to hear like, oh, it's the six year old. You see all the crazy shit we see on television in real life. Um, but you harm an animal in a book, and that's, you know, way oh, more most, people. Uh, do you talk about Matt Shaw? Yeah. Yeah, all right. Um, yeah, in, in terms of animals, uh, all you folks have read Zombie Fallout? Yeah. What's that? Oh, is that yeah. new? New time. Yeah, yeah, brand new. <laughs> brand okay, new. I'll check it out. Out of all the characters, uh, I don't know, some <laughs> crazy ass. Out of all the characters that have died in the span of 20 books, I still get the most blowback from Bear in book Bear. one. He was yeah. in the book for like mm. two paragraphs, and I am still catching crap for that. <laughs> My mistake. That that'll be upsetting. Yep. It was upsetting, but it's the zombie apocalypse, for God's sakes. I'm, I'm telling you right now, if I write Zombie Fallout 100, you will never see another dog pass in that series. <laughs> want hey, you all did to... kill the Dalmatian. Oh, man. Yeah, had... yeah, they didn't care about, you know, the 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 necrophiliac <laughs> in the basement, you know, raping the zombie, but the, the, the dog bear no. getting killed is what people had yeah. an issue with. Yep. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think it was a mercy killing after Bear had to see that, though. Yeah. <laughs> or hear that, I should say. Yeah, Doug definitely needed some therapy after that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I needed some therapy after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And again, like you were talking about the extreme horror and stuff, if you can do things like Saw or Hostile or. Oh, I love both of those. If you can do things of that nature, the violence and gore part of Tim is nothing. Um, yeah. Then it's got the, you know, toilet humor on top of it. But again, I've, you know, I'm sure you I, heard worse than that crap in high school. I think a lot of folks, their threshold might be the zombie fallout world. And then you ratchet it up a little bit with Tim and they're like, Mm, you know what? I'm gonna just I'm gonna sit this one out, which is fine, hundred percent fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I liked it. I enjoyed and it. And I was hesitant, but I'm glad I took the plunge. Would you continue the series, or is it kind of not being able to happen because of what happens in three, where he goes down to hell, and now he's in the Lichen series? Come on, man! Have you read my books? I can. <laughs> <laughs> Dead? No, that don't mean nothing. He can bring um, Bear back. Yeah. Well, now that he's brought that up, where's eight? <laughs> oh, Indian Hill eight. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Nick, Nick is Nick is starting the the, the change petition for for Indian Hill eight. <laughs> it's funny to every, interact with Mike. Yeah. Every once in a while, I um, I, you know, it percolates and everything. I, I just I've told Jeff before, man. I I, I stuck that landing. I ended that series as best as this guy could, and I would hate to open it back up and people be like, yeah, you should have just left it at seven, you know? I was like, God, I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) Learn from George Lucas's mistakes. Yeah. (laughs) You could do something you did with, like, like and Fallout, where it's similar timeline but different. It's just that world I really like. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it was a fun world to write in, you know? and uh Unfortunately, that series, uh, it was, God, I was doing a freaking podcast like this, and the, the, the um, host asked me, so what do you got going on now? And at that point, I had actively was writing, or had six series actively going, and I my head kind of just, like, I got a little freaked out that I was in the process of continuing six series. That's when I started... Uh, consolidating and closing lines and stuff so I could focus more as opposed to bing bang boom bang you know so yeah is that when you I'll did shrouded fun. world to try to make it all fit together oh, yeah <laughs> I speaking of uh, I did a uh, I did a YouTube video today with my new camera so when you get off of this you guys can go spend another 10 minutes with me fantastic did you do the real yeah, I wouldn't complain yeah I did uh I did, um, hold on, I'm going to, I did some reading of this. Oh, the comic. Oh. Uh, I even showed the pictures. I asked John first before I did it. He was cool. Ooh. Nice. Was, did you write John that with like John or? Uh, I know you well, did Shrouded World, but the graphic novel. We, no, the artist, um, God, this guy's freaking phenomenal. He did some great artwork. He actually did the panels. You know, he pulled dialogue from the book. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, 
I, I wouldn't even know how to begin, you know, writing stuff for like this. Like I can't even, I don't even do my own blurbs anymore. Cause I, I just, how do you condense a whole book into like two sentences, man? I, I can't, you know, they all ended sound sounding the same, like Mike Talbot's in trouble. And how is he going to get out of this now that, you know, it's like, um, so my editor Touching actually helped tea. me on that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, I want to thank you all for uh, for coming on the Tim episode. I know it wasn't it's not everybody's cup of tea, but I hoping after this, it'll open up the eyes of some people and they will they will listen to Tim or they'll read Tim because it's like we said, it's not as bad as everybody makes it out to be. And it's a really good story. And if you like the zombie fallout series, it answers a lot of questions as to why the zombies are are evolving. And, you know, go and read 3.5, 3.5, 3.2, however, I think it was 3.5. 3.5. Um, the Hugh, Hugh Mans in the zombie Fallout series, because that's kind of Tim Zero, if you look at it in the the the, the, the chronological order of things, because you find out who Hugh is, and then in Tim 1, you find out Hugh. But, oh, wanted to ask you, no, wait, I already did. Never mind, who Manny was. So, <laughs> no, my question was... Um, Scarlet is telling a story in, and I'm going to go Wicked Shatner, Saturday Night Live, get a life moment here on this one. Uh, Scarlet is telling a story about how she met up with somebody. I've seen some crazy shit in this world, even some crazy alligator looking things. Was that a nod to a Gino Jarian? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> uh... I was right, finally. <laughs> <laughs> and will we see Drababen again? Oh, I hope that's hilarious. I was just writing about him today. Is he in the fantasy novel? Yes. Can you tell us all about it? No. <laughs> now we're expecting well, that. The more he talks uh, about it, the less likely he's going to write about it. Well, he's reading it every week, so it's kind of cool. Uh, <laughs> you're expecting that to come out in the fall. You, you're hoping for? Uh, it should be completed, written by the end of this month mm -hmm. and then we start the long arduous process of editing and rereads and betas and re-editing and god i hate that part of it but so it should be all done done and sitting on sean's desk let's see march april may he'll probably get it at the end of may so then depending on his schedule be looking at at least three months june july august september Mm -hmm. How long does it normally take Sean to do a to do do a book? Uh God, we used, man. Before he got huge, he can thank me for that. Um, you're, 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 I can see that. He, he, we used to just get him a book, and then he could turn around pretty damn quick. It was usually only a few weeks. Now we're, you know, we get a scheduled time with them. You know. Um, Got to make sure, like, the date we give him is the date he gets that book in his, on his desk. Otherwise, you get shuffled back. But, yeah, any, he's about three months out on any given title. Mm -hmm. It'd be nice he to should be the priority. Sometime, but he's I, so busy. I, mm. I think Sean hooks me up when he can. But sometimes, you know, if he's in the middle of a project, he's in the middle of a project. I certainly don't want somebody else to push aside. Well, if you can put a little yeah. note inside the book when you send it to Sean to reply to my emails, 
Uh, I sent him a couple. I'd love to have him on the show because besides you, he's one of the most requested people to have on to interview to talk to. So I've tried. Dude, I've I, gone I, through his website. I've emailed him a couple times. There's a phone number on there. I'm like, I'm just gonna call him. It's probably a you know a Bill Murray style voicemail thing that you, you leave a message and he gets back to you eventually. But would love to have I, him on. I'd love to talk to him. So I'm trying to get any 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 channels I can to to get a hold of him. I sent him an email to, a couple weeks ago. Nothing. All right. So he ignores yeah. you too. Good. I hope yes. So. <laughs> yes. You are not. You are not the only one. Which is. Which kind of bums me out. I mean, I don't know what's going on in his personal life. Might be a lot going on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we were, we were fairly tight. I mean, he, I actually, like, uh, I was going down to do a book reading, you know, and he, like, on his own dime, came down from, you know, Jersey to uh, Virginia to do it with me, you know. So, I mean, you know, we talk all the time. We hung out, drank. You know, I met him up in New York. So, it's not like I don't have uh, a relationship with the, with the man. But, yeah, so, like, well, that sucks. You know? mm. No, everybody's got stuff going on in their life. You know, it could just be busy. Yeah. So, yeah. not everybody is as as uh, proficient and good as getting back to people as you are. Uh, that was commented that you're very good if somebody reaches out to you. That you're 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 fairly decent for a you know, a quasi celebrity type to to interact with your fans and, and get back to people. You know, it's not just who the hell is this person. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I will admit it's one of the things that drew me in as well as being able to interact with the author and talk and and then like I said I got to meet you in Salem and uh he said that was one of the most memorable family trips I've ever taken. Yeah, Salem was a kick in the pants. I enjoyed that too, man. Are we doing another meetup this summer? Oh lordy. Uh that involves leaving my house. Um <laughs> Did you ever get your driveway plowed? I did. I did. That was a heavy ass snow too, boy. <laughs> you got a lot I'm of snow up Michigan there? too, so I get that. Yeah. I was um, in up in Auburn Lewiston today again and they got like two inches. That was it. The storm was weird the way it hit everybody. Yeah, we got we ended up getting I'd say six or seven. Not bad. No, it certainly wasn't the nor'easter they had said. We didn't get buffeted with the winds and all that crap. So we got nailed with we got nailed with rain. And then we got snow, and it was just heavy, thick, just muggy snow. And then we got wind as hell with a little bit of snow this morning. And then by this afternoon, it was all melted. So we got about six oh. inches of snow, and then it was just, it was gone. It was like 50 today. So, yeah, it's wow. supposed to be 50 here tomorrow and downpouring all day. Yeah, it's just those March snowstorms in New England, you know? We yep. just got black ice. That was oh, it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. Everybody yeah. was wrecking. <laughs> Tom, never asked you, what neck of the woods are you in? Uh, Virginia. I was, oh. one of the things that brought me in was I, with, with Mark, I, I was born in Massachusetts. My wife was born in another part of Massachusetts. So uh, just outside of Boston, Malden and North Attleboro. But oh, I'm very <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, I know both of those places. Yeah, my brother lives in Malden, well, so... Oh really? Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, no yep. kidding. Well, yep. shoot, I grew up there. It looks a lot different now. I don't have now. a cool accent anymore. Oh, I know. Have you been back? Yeah, yeah. It's been a been a few years now, but uh, we lived in Florida for the last fifteen years, and uh, I went from Massachusetts to Virginia. I went to college in Virginia, down to Florida, and just came back about six months ago. So 
I do not. Uh, I don't miss 105 degrees and humid, but I don't miss black ice and uh, <laughs> having to have my driveway plowed either. Yeah, I've, I've been down to Virginia a couple times, three times the last couple of years, man. I, you can take that humidity, though. I, I don't want any part of that. <laughs> what park do you go to? Uh, Newport News-ish area, Ham- Hamden. Yeah, down near the beach. It's, I don't know. We didn't go to the beach. I yeah, went down. Mark we puts on his Speedo on, and works on his tan. We went down, we're working on that guy right there. So, what happened to his a, head? Uh, I'm working on the head. Oh, okay. Yeah, get some uh, putting some electronics in there and stuff. Is the head gonna fully move and like the little yeah, LED screen? Everything's gonna light up. Yeah, gonna light up. He's got sounds. He's got hollow projectors. He's uh, got giant motors in the wheels and stuff. So he'll he'll be he'll be doing pretty much everything the dude in the uh, movies does. How long have you been working on that now? Too friggin' long. Um, <laughs> I started buying parts probably about 10 years ago. I really started putting it together though. Um, about three years now and just, you know, the parts are tough to get. There's zero directions. So you're just kind of on your own. Is there but, a supply uh, chain change shortage for R2D2 parts too? Well, you can't actually get a kit cause Disney's like, nope. Um, but there's a builders club, astromech.net, and like different dudes make different parts. And so you got to kind of figure out which parts do I need? What parts go together? What do I want it to do? And then how much money do I have to blow? You know, so. <laughs> kind of like with Tim, he missed his old parts. So he tried to sew them on. Yeah. And they fell off. I, I, you can't blame them. I no, mean, not at all. No. So is C3PO or BB-8 uh, next? BB-8. No, actually, uh, I want to do B- B2 Emo. I'll show you. Is yeah, that like, show me last orange-ish, week? like with the square? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. The Ramba, Roomba, whatever. Yep. And it's still it's in its original packaging. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, like, I, I don't, don't normally, I just... He is because I'll sit there and be like, hey, I'm gonna play with it. You know? Can you imagine if we saved all of our original Star Wars shit from back in the 70s? We wouldn't be doing bod podcasts, we'd be on our yachts in the Maldives, you know? Oh, god, so. I got a horror story for you. My brother, uh, not me, but my brother had used to collect baseball cards, so you're talking cards from the 50s, mm-hmm. yeah, before you know they got blew up and they made bazillions of them. My mother tossed them. You're, you're probably talking some of those cards you could buy a house with, you know? Mickey like, Mantle rookie even, card. I can't even imagine the money just went whoop. Oh. My mom did that with my dad's Playboy. Oh. He had all of them from the very first one. Oh. Uh, that's what he got for pissing her off. I'm sure that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> You're going out drinking one night. I'm tossing all your Playboys. Yeah, that hurts. I, mean, I never read Playboy, but some of those some of those episodes are co- were collectors' items, especially some of the covers. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Damn. Marilyn Monroe. Yep. He so. had them. He had them all. All right. So, final thoughts, Tom. We'll start with you. Anything? 
Final, it doesn't have to be about Tim uh, or about anything. So you put the guy on the spot, man. I did. All right, Jenny, <laughs> no, we'll start man, with it, you. <laughs> Tom's just been quiet thought. the whole show, so I think he's he's just been. No. I'm hoping he's just enjoying it, and we're not we're cutting him off because we don't shut the hell up. <laughs> no, this is this has been really this has been really great. The opportunity to meet Mark was fantastic. I enjoyed the hell out of sitting on the panel and just uh, just kicking it around. Honestly, I'm grateful for for uh, your contributions to the literary world, Mark. I, I really have spent several hours enjoying the shit out of your content. Um, you know, not Tim specific. I'm, I'm really curious to uh, to see what you put out next. And it, you know, as soon as you announce it, uh, Audible sends me a notification to pre-order your stuff. And uh, I just ordered 3.5, the side story I didn't know about. So hopefully that gives you some more discretionary income to buy some shit for your R2-D2. <laughs> oh, I got to kick back some to Jeff now because he mentioned it. There you go. Mark's going to work on his dinosaur <laughs> porn fantasy novels next. Wait, why not? If, you, hey, if you didn't listen to episode three, go back and listen to that one. <laughs> it's a real thing. I don't know why it is, but it is. Oh, I looked it up. I looked it oh, up. Oh yeah, I, I I I do a lot of free uh, audiobook websites, and uh, authors contact me to beta listen or do reviews for their books. And I've had a few. Yeah, I won't go there. I'm gonna have that woman <laughs> on. It's again, gonna be a bonus episode. Again. <laughs> yeah. So, and I will say, Tom, I have that uh, same grandfather clock you have behind you. It's in my living room. Is it a grandmother or nice. a grandfather? Looks like a looks think. like a grandma. Small. Yes. It's funny. I yeah. think I've got the same one too down in my basement. When, say when my earlier. grandfather retired in the seventies, my uh, my father and his brothers and sisters bought that for him as in like assemble at home on your own. That, it's it the same kit. one. They, <laughs> yeah. Yep. Seemed to be a popular thing back in the seventies. Um, and they, it, it kind of got, kind of sat in her house until she passed and everyone put dibs on what they wanted. And I said, well, I want the clock. Yeah. That's what happened. Honest. Yeah. That's what happened with mine. My, uh, my dad built it and he, cause my dad had OCD, he had to build it, build it in like four hours. You know, he couldn't, couldn't sit on it. And then uh, when he passed, it was sitting in his house for a while. And, uh, my brother was like, do you want this? I'm like, yeah, I'll take it. Hell yeah. Take it. Nice. That's funny. Jenny, what are your final thoughts? Final thoughts. Tim, I loved it. I think it ended great the way it was. If you brought more, awesome, but I think it was a good ending. Thank you. Um, But I still want more Indian Hill. I know. I know. I just. Yes, it was a good ending. I'm not not saying it wasn't. (laughs) You can do it again. You can end it again. I know you I'm gonna make I every, if if I do Indian Hill eight, I'm gonna make everyone sign a waiver that they can't say that it wasn't better than seven. Or, <laughs> I'll, yeah. sign I'll sign it. I'll sign it. I need it. more trip. I need more trip. I just want more Draymond and Mike with Mike. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> All right, Nick, you're up. I know you got something to say. I've been saying it, Indian, Indian Hill 8. And, uh, like I said, it's been my favorite series since I got into it. Um, I just, I enjoyed it. And if you haven't checked out Mark's books yet, any of them, do it. Tim is, uh, 
twisted. But again, if you can do hostile, you can do saw, you can do any of that stuff. It's not as bad as people say it is in the comments. If you like uh -oh. toilet humor and you like violence, you in sarcasm. I mean, my favorite quote, actually, I think it's from Demon Fallout, but it's sweet fuck filled cupcakes. Um, mm -hmm. I think it's from Demon Fallout, but it came from Tim. And again, it's been one of my favorite quotes right up there with uh, some assholes looking at people. So <laughs> if you like that stuff, you got to check out the Timothy I, series. Maybe I should get some stickers of that one. I did all right with the uh, the people. The people shirts went the well. Cupcakes. I've actually adopted that into my vocabulary. <laughs> and, and, and when I'm shocked around my family, my wife was like, yeah, you've read Mark too much. And I said, and there's no such thing. Exactly. There is never too much tufo. Tell my wife that. Yeah, that I was just about to say that. <laughs> except for if you ask Tracy. <laughs> there's too much tufo here. That's what that would be her. Hey, you know what? She's an awesome lady too. So Yeah, I like it. It was very cool meeting Tracy at the uh the the, the casino last year. So Yeah. Got to go outside with her and chat for a while. She was really nice. I, I agree. Like Although she does run away when you try getting a picture of her, but hey, you know what? It was nice meeting her. Yeah, <laughs> she's not camera shy. <laughs> Just a little bit. So. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you all very much. Thank you, Mark, for uh for jumping in. I'm sure this is this is a big treat uh for all of us to kind of get you know yes i know tim Definitely. is 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 the one book that you were uh you know you said you wrote it on a dare so i was hoping you were going to chime in and, and and discuss it with us so you you did not disappoint and in I typical twofold fashion you showed up 45 minutes late so that was good i dare you to write it <laughs> no i i didn't want the whole thing to be about me if, if i came on you guys you know i you guys wanted to be on and discuss, so I didn't know I was on the on the clock at night. It's always all all. about you. Not at all. It's about Not at you. All. I'm gonna say I believe this whole podcast is because of you. So <laughs> yeah, it's all your fault, dude. So <laughs> get on so. here and own it. There you go. All right, everybody, go by Tim. Check out Humans uh, Zombie Fallout three point. Five. Thank you all for being on here today. Thank you to Tom. Thank you to Nick. Thank you to Jenny again. And thank you to Trip Doppelganger, Mr. Mark Tufo, for writing stories that we all know and love and give us so much joy and pleasure. Thank you all very much. Everybody stay safe and uh, have a good night. Peace. Oh, and go check yeah, out go. Wednesdays with weed or whatever Mark's calling Wednesday because <laughs> he didn't do it. He didn't do Mondays with Mark or Tuesdays with Tufo. Though he did something going on, but go check out Mark's YouTube page. It is now back up and available. What's the uh, what's the YouTube page, Mark? Uh, or is it just Mark Tufo? I think it's just Mark Tufo. Link in comments. Type. What is it? <laughs> all right, all right, <laughs> all right, guys. Thank Mark you all Tufo very much. Author. Mark Tufo, yeah, do a play Mark yeah. Tufo the author. There it is. Yeah, yep, Mark Tufo author. All right. Back after being banned, baby. Did you ever find out why you were banned? Back after uh, being banned. I, I think I filled out a form and correct. I, I filled out a DMCA notice. I, I think I transposed a number on my address and a bot said, see ya. Hmm. Nobody yeah. lives that far up in Maine. That's what they thought. No. <laughs> <laughs> that place exists. Yeah. <laughs> 
not a real person. So, all right, everybody. Thank you all very much. Yep. Have a good Peace. night. <laughs> good night. Bye, y'all. Thanks. You have been listening to the Chronicles of Michael Talbot, the podcast. Copyright 2023 by Chestnut Hill Studios. Our theme song, Zombie vs. Aliens, was written brilliantly by Burnt Ends. The Chronicles of Michael Talbot, the podcast, is a production of Chestnut Hill Studios, and no part of this production can be reproduced, reproducted, rewind, remixed, remastered without the express written consent of Chestnut Hill Studios and is punishable by FCC law and being called a big, fat, stupid doo-doo head. The show is written, produced, hosted, mastered, and edited by Jeff Royd's technical advisor, Mary Napoli. If you like the show, please give us a five-star rating and a review. It does help other people find the show. Thank you very much for listening, and as always, if you have not done so, download or buy the books of Mark Tufo. You will not regret it. Well, you might regret it. I don't want to make false promises. I can't. You know, I don't know everybody's taste or anything like that, but just go do it. Thank you.